Hey friends, Heather Creekmore here. I'm so glad you're listening to the Compared to Who show, a show made just for you. If you've ever struggled for one minute of one day with your body image or with comparing yourself to other people, this show is for you. You're listening to the 30 Days to Pray for Your Body Image series, and we are on day 24, which is all about confidence. Now, confidence is a tricky thing. I'm a child of the 70s and 80s, so I was raised in the self-esteem era. You're supposed to believe in yourself. Now we would say love yourself, and then you'll feel confident. You can go into a room confident knowing that you are a special snowflake. But friends, as I have studied self-esteem, and I've researched it a lot, it's a crock. <laughs> it's a hoax. More and more psychologists are coming out and saying that all of this self-esteem training that we went through in the 70s and 80s, all this self-esteem language has actually created a culture of narcissists. And it hasn't actually helped us be free from those anxieties of what do people think of us? Do people approve of me? Do people like me? In fact, we have more anxiety than ever before in our country and more depression too. Being full of me is not actually a good thing. And so where do we get our confidence from? Friends, we don't get our confidence from feeling good about ourselves. Now, let me be clear. There are certain ways we can feel about ourselves. I think when you're operating in God's purpose for your life, you feel pretty amazing. You feel alive. You feel like, wow, this is what I was made for. And that feels really good. But even in that, my confidence cannot be in my gifts. My confidence cannot be in what I accomplish or achieve with those gifts. My confidence cannot be in anything I am doing. Neither can it be in my being. My confidence has to come from Christ alone. My value, my worth comes from him. When I speak, I like to use this illustration, marketing 101, like literally my freshman year marketing class. One of the very first exercises in the marketing book is how to figure out value. How do you figure out what something is worth? Well, the way you figure out what something is worth is you figure out what someone is willing to pay for it. Guess what, friends? God was willing to pay it all for you. So that's what determines your worth. And I think so much of the advice in our culture, the advice you see on television, on the internet, is find something you like about yourself or find a reason to love you or even like the deflect. Like if you don't like this part of your body, focus on the part of the body that you do like and just take confidence in that. But friends, what happens if, let's say, for example, now this could be a real example, <laughs> my example, let's say that you like one part of your body and then boom, aging happens or you injure it or maybe you get a really weird spot on it, some skin thing, and you don't know what it is and if they take it off, it's going to be even worse and all the things, boom, your confidence is gone because you spent so much time and effort putting confidence into that one body part to avoid the other body part that you didn't like and, and that's where confidence is held and it just, oh, friends, it doesn't work that way. We're not supposed to have confidence in our bodies. 
in that way. We're not supposed to have confidence in our achievements. I think about the Apostle Paul giving his resume in the New Testament, saying all the different ways and reasons why he in some ways is worthy of praise, right? Because he was a pretty awesome guy from a good class of people back then, a learned fellow. He was a scholar. It was pretty impressive. And yet, what does he remind us of? Tells us in the Bible that he doesn't take confidence in himself. This is our example. And so 2 Corinthians 12, 9, this is Paul also. And this is going to be our verse of the day. It goes like this. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And then Paul says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Friends, we're not to find what's strong and awesome about ourselves so we can have confidence in that. And so we can go into a room and be like, hey, I'm better than you because of this, this, and this. Right? That is not God's design at all. Instead, we're supposed to boast in our weakness. In other words, we, we need to fill ourselves with a God kind of confidence, a confidence that says, oh my word, I have so many shortcomings. Praise God for his grace. Praise God that he knows that. And praise God that he is strong in me, even in or especially in my weakness. And we go into a room then, not looking for ways that we're better than everyone else, but looking for ways in which we can love others well, right? That's the kind of God confidence that gives us that it's almost a superpower, a supernatural ability to love other people without obsessing over, well, what does she think of me? Does she like my outfit? Am I dressed good enough to go talk to her? Do I look good enough today to approach her? Should I talk to her or not? What is she going to think of me? All of those things All of those thoughts should be quieted by the truth of having confidence in God alone. It does not matter what you look like, what we've accomplished. None of those things matter. We can have confidence in the truth that Jesus Christ died for us and says we're valuable, we're worthy, we're already accepted, we're already loved, we're already approved of, and he is sanctifying us and growing us and making us more like his son. Jesus. And it's not a competition. Friends, I don't want confidence so I can feel like I'm winning in the competition. That's the wrong kind of confidence. I need God's kind of confidence so I can walk humbly with him and I can make him the focus as I interact with those around me. Will you pray with me for this kind of confidence today? Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for a supernatural kind of God confidence that we crave. God, I pray that you'll free us from the tendencies, from the drives, from, in some cases, all the garbage we've learned in the past about how we should be confident in ourselves and different strategies and techniques to find self-confidence and self-esteem. Free us from all of that, God, and show us how to empty ourselves, to humble ourselves, and to boast in Jesus 
only and to know that in our weakness, he is made strong. God, give us the kind of confidence that makes us feel peaceful, that makes it easy for us to love others because we're not trying to beat them or compete with them, but we're just trying to show them your love. God, fill us with your confidence today. It's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Well, that's all for today's show. Don't forget Refocus 21. Enrollment is open now. Hey, if you haven't read Burden of Better yet, yeah, this is the time. Go snag a copy on. You can actually download two free chapters if you want to start reading and see if you like what you're getting. But you can snag a copy on Amazon or ChristianBook.com. Go to my website if you want to read more, find out about it, or just snag those two copies. And I will catch you in day 25. That's all for today. Bye-bye. Hey, friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Do you ever hear sayings make their way through the culture and the church that seem nice in theory, but are actually theologically problematic? My name is Shara Donahue, and I'm the host of The Bible Never Said That, a podcast where we examine these popular sayings under the lens of biblical truth. We cover sayings like, God won't give you more than you can handle, time heals all wounds, and follow your heart. We also spend time exploring how people use Bible verses out of context. If you want to grow in discernment and truth, join us and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.